<laughs> Welcome to We Didn't Die, a podcast about surviving life. I'm Allie. And I'm Alex. And we're your host today. And every day also, but every today day. specifically as well. Well, Friday, every Friday. Oh yeah, that's right. Not every day. No, <laughs> can you People imagine? would be exhausted of us. People would be so tired. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about your week. What's going on? Okay, I'll tell you about it. Um, let me let me see what I I started back work, so now like every day is just like a struggle. Yes. <laughs> but, so I can't ever remember what I did the day before. Um, okay. Well, so big news. Yeah. Steve and I are looking at houses. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so I had um, my real estate agent, Ernie, come by last week and like price out my house and stuff. And um, so that's why like right after we get off of this, I'm going to go see like four houses with Steve and we're going to do our little TV, you know, like which what's one? That, what's that show? House Hunters. We're going to like yes. have our own little House Hunters episode. It's going to be House great. Hunters RVA. Yes. It's going to be, it's going to be great. That's Except- so exciting. We don't like the same kinds of things. No. <laughs> so it should be interesting because like he, we talked about how it was very important for me to have walls in the dining room. Yes. Yeah. Like four. Yes. Four walls. Four well, walls. apparently, four of them. apparently, you know, open concept is a very popular uh, style, but it's just like not mine. Yes. It's uh, not formal. It's not formal, but it is Steve, so uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, oh, I thought I found my dream house like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, you sent it to me. What happened? Well, okay, so I, I think I sent you this one. It came on the market at like 8.30 at night, and I'm a psycho, and I have like all of the alerts on Zillow, so yes. it was like, ding, this is a house that matches your this is a house that matches your results and so or your like search criteria so I look at it and it's on the market um for a really good price so I'm like Steve this is amazing so I send it to him right away and he's like whoa that is cool and then I send it to Ernie and I'm like Ernie get us in this house I want to see it now <laughs> Eight thirty. what is happening Do I want it um and then he's like oh man that seems like a really good deal well like Uh-oh. 30 minutes later there. <laughs> yeah all the ghosts I kind of that's fine I grew up in a ghost I love house. a ghost yeah I think it's fine so that's a plus but no apparently the real estate agent put it on for two hundred thousand dollars less than it was supposed to be how does that person have a job? I don't, well, it's not on there anymore. Either it's sold in three days or they like fired that person. And oh my God, that's ridiculous. But I know, but it got my hopes up. I was like, this is great. And then, yeah, nah. Sad. So, that's, that's so sad. Yeah, that's what's been happening to me. What have you been doing? I've had like a, a lot of meetings and a lot of photo shoots and a lot of like random stuff the past week. I'm just removing all of the energy that I had saved up for like Paris and um, 
Mexico. Mexico and redistributing that. I have booked the Waldorf Astoria in Scotland ooh, for ooh. my Niven's anniversary in February. And I have decided, Sam, if you're listening to this, uh, Ivan and Sam get to go look for Nessie with me. Oh, yeah. It's going to be just like a great. So Ivan and I are going to spend five nights in Edinburgh. And then Sam is going to meet us. Sam doesn't know any of this yet, but I've just been told to plan everything. And <laughs> well, he's they, about to be surprised. They just do everything that I say. So it's great. Um, and then we're just going on like a road trip adventure and we're going to do like the Highlands and all the castles and then Nessie and then Isle of Skye and um, for Kelpies. It's going to be great. I love all of that. Um, so I- that's where all my energy is going. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any trip. Well, um, now that we're not doing something for my birthday, Steve is surprising me. Yeah. So, yeah. But also, two of my best friends here in Richmond are um, summer birthdays too. So we're literally every weekend, we're like, uh-huh. this weekend we're going sailing or like on a boat in Annapolis. Yeah. And then it, we're just like every weekend we're somewhere. Um, That's so, so great. It's going to be crazy. But yeah, I'll update you on, on what he does, I guess. Well, we're like a month away. But, um, okay. Other than that, have you watched any shows? Because I have a really great one to recommend. We have just watched the entirety of the Jeffrey Epstein docuseries, which is a real bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, nothing really. (laughs) Okay. So as you know, the great is one of my favorite shows ever. It's on Hulu. Everyone should watch it. I already watched it. I might watch it again. But I found another show that made my top five of all the shows of all time. What is it? It's called uh, Dirty John Betty. So I've never Dirty- even heard of this. Oh, it's on USA, which is connected to Bravo. So it's like, if you have the Bravo app, if you have the USA app, I don't know. But um, Dirty John is a story on its own that is on like the season oh. one, right? It's a true story. Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Okay, okay. That one's season one with, um, ah, that Connie Britton. Yep. Right? Okay, so this is a series where every season it's different. It's like a different story and different uh, actors. It's like an anthology series. Okay. Yes, yeah. So um, the first one was Connie Britton and uh, Dirty John, but the second one is Betty Broderick. Do you know it's the messiest divorce in America? Do you remember yes. that one? In the 80s? It's so good. I think everyone should watch it. It's like, what do you say? Like live now. So it's like, you have to wait every Tuesday, but there's like four episodes out already. That's amazing. Okay. We need to watch that. I'm obsessed with it. Like everything, the set design, it's all eighties, but like make it glam in California. And And we love a theme. Oh my God. I love love a a theme. And her outfits, like you'll watch, you'll understand. I would wear every single one of her eighties, like uh, shoulder pads, clip on earring outfits, like matching pants and bottoms. It's amazing. And she's just such a good, wonderful. It's Amanda Pete and Christian Slater. Oh, oh, I love Christian Slater. So great. Anyway, uh, so. so speaking of loving a theme, this is what I did this week. This is why I'm exhausted. I can't remember anything. We threw that Disney World party. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you need to tell everyone about like, that was epic. How long so, did it take you to make those um, sets? Days. I mean, so some of them were set up. Some of them my mom. Mm, okay, let me start again. 
So from the beginning, from the top, <laughs> from the top, <laughs> from the top, my cousin just graduated from college and she had, a, she doesn't usually do spring break or anything, um, but her senior spring break, she and some friends were going to Disney World and she was super excited and like they paid for everything themselves, which being a senior in college, that's like a big deal, mm-hmm. like having to fund everything yourself and yeah, no job. Yeah, no job. And so they were going to Disney and clearly it got canceled because Corona. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, let's throw her a surprise graduation party and it will be themed like a day at Disney World. Oh, so it was surprise. She had no idea. She had no idea. Like, okay, okay. She thought she was coming for my birthday party. That's what we told her. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. So she had no idea. She thought she was coming to show up to my birthday party. And then she got there and it was for her. And she was really excited. It was really sweet. Um, but we had little like kiosks, I guess. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> like mall kiosks. Yeah. Like, like I would call them like uh vignettes. Yeah, vignettes. That's a good word. So they were little area, they were replicas of areas of the park. So like we had a little um, English garden tea area set up for Alice in Wonderland. We had like a whole tiki hut set up. <gasps> that was the enchanted tiki room. It's so good. I loved Haunted Mansion. I thought that was like on I didn't get to see enough of Haunted Mansion. I need to see it. It was very simple because it was just like a wall. It didn't have much. But then we had like dull whips made. I made the gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast. We had like the whole dining room table set up, like the Beauty and the Beast um, be our guest set up. So what was was her reaction? Tell me her reaction. Was she like? So she was shocked. She had no idea. And I think she cried a little bit. I don't know. It was hard to get out of everyone because all of us were there except her parents and my grandmother. Like Mm. the four of them came together. Mm -hmm. And my aunt was telling us after that she was like, is this for me? Like she was really excited. Um, It was really precious. She seemed really happy. That's adorable. I know. Little baby. It was so much fun. It was just like setting it up was equally fun. That's what Ivan and I were talking about later. He was like, I actually had more fun putting everything up and like getting it up and done. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. He was like, it was just fun because that's what we were all interacting and like, do you think that this Rapunzel hair needs to drip over this table or does it need to go this way? (laughs) Like my whole family is so extra. It's like a so, team sport. I love it. It's, very much. You was. know what that reminds me of? Remember when we were chair and co-chair of decorating for homecoming? Yes! The sorority <laughs> the house. Like the, the whole sorority house we had to decorate. It was yes. insane. Yeah. Uh, and we that's were like, exactly what it was like. Yeah. And we were a great, great team. Everybody, everybody pitched in. So that was It awesome. was so much fun because like my aunt, uh, my mom is really artistic. I would like to say I'm really artistic. Um, and then my aunt is really creative, but she's a really good, um, cook. Like she bakes really well. And so she did a bunch of the little dessert things and, um, she provided like, she did the Rapunzel tower out of donuts. Did you see that? That's cute. And so she's like great at piping and like decorating like things like that. So it was just a really interesting, fun mix of things. And then Ivan was going around being like, I need to reinforce these poster boards so they don't (laughs) blow in the wind. I need some cardboard. I need to. And then my stepdad was like, 
a cutting a Mickey Mouse head out of a pegboard, like with a saw. With a saw. Like it was Wait. just the most insane. Is Ivan an engineer? I always forget. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense that he was reinforcing yes. things. <laughs> my whole everybody, well, I won't say everyone, but like my mom and my dad are both engineers. So yes. I get it. All right. So do you want to introduce our uh, topic? Yes. So for our topic this week, we thought it would be uh, interesting (laughs) to cover life advice that we have received, both the very good life advice that has really helped us and the horrible life advice that we do not want (laughs) anyone to follow. Yes. Yep. Uh, that is what we're going to do. <laughs> That's our plan. <laughs> so um, what do you want to start with? Do you want to do your good or bad or because, okay. So for me, I have one good one that I live by every day. Yes. Um, but I'm, I could do that at the end if we want to discuss like fun, dumb ones. Um, I think let's start with the bad ones. Okay. Because I yeah. think those are less like there are things that you remember about those, but those come more often, you know, yeah. and they're yeah, just yeah, like, definitely. and you kind of just hear them and you're like, that's messed up. And then you forget yeah. them. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. What are you? Yeah, that's okay. Horrible. So you start because I'll, I'm just going, I'm just going with the flow. Okay. A lot of my bad life advice that I've received was when I was very young and people were trying to tell me how to operate in like monogamous relationships like the uh, and I think that this goes back to like the societal idea of what a quote-unquote like marriage looks like Mm -hmm. or something of that nature so I think that some of the worst advice I've ever gotten um I was told several times that when you get married you don't have friends anymore and your (laughs) spouse is your only friend. Wow. And that you have couple friends, but you don't have friends that aren't mutual friends. Oh, that would make you and I not friends. And isn't that like insane? Yeah. That's really sad. That you only hang out with other couples. Other married don't. couples. Like you yes. can even hang out with like dating couples. Cause you can hang out with dating couples, I guess was the thought, but like you can't, nothing where you would ever hang out with someone without your spouse. Oh, I see. I yeah. just think that's such an isolating and damaging thought. It definitely is. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, God, if your partner should not be your everything, like exactly. So not, not only for you, like that's sad, but like for your partner, that's such unrealistic level of expectation that that's yes. Yeah. You should have people that you can, you know, vent to, you should have people that you can do this with and this, with. it shouldn't all be put on your partner. That is like, exactly. That's too much. And I also can't think of any couple friends that Ivan and I have that aren't because like one of us already had a connection or like a knowledge of that couple. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. It's like, what, where do you acquire couple friends if you're not like, what, what is this? Church? Couple? Oh, that was probably it. Yeah, that's Um, probably it. I don't know what you call it. Sunday school. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do people, that was probably I the think adults process. do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so that was a messed up one. I yeah, also got told multiple times that I should not be friends with, um, and I've been told this like various times in my life. Um, mm-hmm. It's always been like, well, how does your boyfriend, husband, whatever, feel about you having a male friend? Mm. And it's like, well, I shucks, I don't know. I guess he <laughs> thinks that it's it's fine. he's a male. Like, friend. I don't understand, <laughs> but I'm not understanding the question. Okay, well, I I did ask this to someone the other day. Like, is it weird if you're friends with someone that you dated before? Like, if it's you know. I think it depends. I think it's completely dependent upon the situation and how things ended and your personalities in general and how Mm -hmm. your like significant other feels about it. Cause I think Mm -hmm. that it comes to a point where like for me, when I started dating Ivan, I was like, these are the exes I'm still in contact with. Yeah. This is the extent of my relationship with them, but I do like we keep in touch a little bit because they were a part of my life for six years, very formative years. We went through a lot together. Um, if that's a problem, you need to let me know, but I need you to know off the bat, this is the situation and it's not weird for me and I don't want it to be weird for you. See, I think that is the right way to go about it. I do think that if you're just open from the start mm-hmm. about um relationship like friendships with people that you have dated that yeah you have like that dialogue with your partner then it's okay yeah like yeah well just friendships with men in general like what that is a great that's some weird advice but then like it's a whole nother level if it's like someone you've dated but I oh yeah but I like had a romantic situation yeah had some kind of I think the two worst things that can happen in that situation is your person you're in a relationship at the time doesn't know that you're in contact with your ex. Mm-hmm. And so they're blindsided when you're like, oh yeah, I talked to them. Or uh, you don't tell, you. they know that you're friends with that person, but they don't know that you were romantically involved with that person. Mm-hmm. And then they get blindsided by the fact that you dated that person. Yeah. And it's looking like you're hiding something. It looks yes. like you're, yeah, deceptive. And then that is curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is concerning. <laughs> That's concerning. <laughs> okay. Give me a bad advice on your end. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, bad advice. Jeez. I just always put it like I just erase it. Yes. If I don't think something is good, like I'll just or be valid. like erase. Yeah. It or was valid. really hard for me to remember any advice, good or bad, because it turns oh. out I don't listen to anyone ever. <laughs> I just don't listen <laughs> That's to something that. I found out about myself. Okay. I have one. I have one. Um, it's not really advice, but it's something that uh, was said to me that was meant to make me choose comforted or like okay 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 (laughs) no okay so I was I met my high school sweetheart when I was 14 years old so we were in a relationship for four years and then we're gonna go to college together um the same college so we decided and I wanted to get into flipping houses so like that's when I was like I'm gonna buy a very cheap house live in it 
um, through college and then sell it after I get out of college and hopefully I can keep on doing it. And I did, I did that. So when I bought that house, I needed a roommate. So like, I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I have my boyfriend live with me? Like, that's awesome. You're 18 years old. You know, it just sounds amazing. Cause I'm yeah, moving out of my so mom's romantic. house. Yeah. So romantic. Okay. So we go, his mom never liked me. Never. Um, I, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. So we go to his mom's house and we're sitting on the couch and we are like, so we have something to tell you. And she said, what? And we're like, so, um, we're going to move in together. And she just looked at us. And the only thing she said was, well, and she was really country. She was like, well, how do y'all squeeze your toothpaste tubes? And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And she was like, it all comes down to the toothpaste. <laughs> she was like, you know, you're going to get in all sorts of arguments. Like living together is really hard. And if you squeeze your toothpaste different ways, it's not going to work out. Um, what? She ended up being right. About the toothpaste. <laughs> about the Specifically? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we didn't squeeze the toothpaste the same way. Uh, and we broke up and <laughs> it didn't not- work out. So yeah. And that's exactly why. <laughs> no. Do you but- think it was a hazel green curse? That <laughs> she put curse. on you? She did. Yeah. Well, she, it was from hazel green. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was horrible. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's bad advice or if that's good advice or if that's advice at all, but, um, I do think about it, you know, yeah. it's like, it is that it's thought like, provoking little things add mm-hmm. up to be a big thing later on. Um, so that is interesting, but I don't think that it really matters. Just, just buy two tubes. It's not that deep. It's like That's, $3. Yeah. It's $3. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I have a situation. Okay. So this is I think that this was meant to be inspirational. I guess you could call it advice. Um, This was, this happened to me after I got out of a long-term relationship. I was feeling very self-conscious about how people would view that. Mm -hmm. Um, Being divorced at 23 years old is not something that a lot of people are like, hey, that's cool. Um, especially in very, um, older conservative circles. So <laughs> hand movements, it's like this weird, like you're holding a globe. <laughs> it was, I'm kind of like crystal balling my little yeah, crystal here. balling every time you're like, oh, so, um, I remember this like it was yesterday. I had to go to my like second cousin's bridal shower and she was like four or five years younger than me and I had just gotten divorced and I was just to the point where I should have been having like I should have just at that point in my life began to consider having a serious relationship I should not have already been leaving a A lifelong commitment at that point (laughs) (laughs) like that was all too young. Anyway, so I went to my mom's house where we were hosting the shower for her. 
And I was already kind of like, oh, this is the first time I'm seeing everybody after everyone knows. How is everyone going to react? Is everyone going to like, what, what's going to happen? Um, and by large, it was fine. Nobody acted any kind of way. I hate pity. So I was so oh, worried about like everyone being like, oh, sweetie, but nobody really cared except one very well-meaning family member who came, like distant family member, I should say, who came up to me and grabbed both of my hands and said, oh, sweetie, it's just you and Jesus now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. And I was like, um, I don't think that's comforting like you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, so good to see you. Goodbye. Oh, man. That's, I've yeah. got to get 17 pedophores and choke <laughs> myself. Got to go. Got to go and then throw up later. So. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. I think I've just found bulimia again. I'll be back later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Yeah. So that was upsetting. Well, on that note, do you want me to tell you some good advice I got, like relationship advice? Yes. And I've got one perfect advice that I think about to this day. One, so we can space these out however you need to. Okay, let's do, let's just both do our good ones and then wrap it up. Call it a day. Cool. Yeah, because I have to go see these houses, let's see, in like 20, 20 mins. Cool. Okay, so um, the beginning of the story is neither here nor there or whatever, but I was in Steinmart and I was... <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. what I expected it to be. <laughs> okay, I was in Steinmart. I've never told anyone this story I'm Other so than, ready. Uh, my ex-husband and then now Steve. So um, ready. Okay. So, and now all of you, everybody. Um, so I was in Steinmart buying a bow tie for Blakely for our, or should I say? No, I'm going to say. Okay. So I was in Steinmart <laughs> buying my ex-husband a bow tie for our um, engagement pictures, I think it was. And so I had to find the right, the perfect one. Right. And like online shopping at this time, this is 2011. Like we were online, not there yet. No, it was really dodgy. Like it, you just didn't know what you were going to get. So, um, typically like when you go into photo shoots, they, you know, this, but they tell you like not a lot of pattern, like you should wear solid mm-hmm. colors. Um, and then here's a list of colors that pop or whatever. So we were going to do like navy and gold. So I'm in there trying to find a navy and gold bow tie. And I'm just kind of like sifting through all these bow ties. Da, 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 da. And then this old man uh, kind of saunters over to me. You know, like, <laughs> he's like, he's like very Southern, it, you know, it's Alabama. Yeah. So it, and, and Steinmark. There's, it's, a, it's there's Steinmark. a feel there. In Huntsville, like in Madison. So like, it's, you know, it's very like, ugh. Um, so he saunters over to me and he says, oh, hello, young lady. And I'm like, uh, hi and he's like so uh you trying to shop you know you're getting a bow tie for yourself I was like no um I actually got just got engaged and we're gonna have a photo shoot so I'm like trying to find a bow tie but I don't know what's happening and he was like uh oh really he's like I've been married for oh god I I don't remember the number but he must have been in his like 70s so like probably 50 nah 
40, 50 years, probably, probably 50. 50. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a crazy number. Cause he was like, I've been married for 50 years. And I was like, Whoa, I was like, that is amazing. And I said, uh, you got any advice for me? And, uh, he says, well, uh, my wife's over here. I think, I think I see her. I'm going to, I'm going to get her to come over here. And so he goes and like, goes, gets his wife, comes back to the bow ties. And she's like, hi. And he, and he introduces himself and then her, and then we're all good friends. And, um, he's like, this little lady here just asked me on my best marriage advice. And she was like, Oh, okay, let's hear this. And he said, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, he said, um, every time your significant other leaves the house, he's like, you don't know what could happen to them. And anything, anything could happen. You know, you're getting in a car, you're going this way, you're going that way, whatever, like anything could happen at any moment. And he said, um, and he said, she can, she can testify to this. He's like, any time I leave the house, I I stop what I'm doing. I even if I'm in a hurry, he's like, and I find my wife. I go to her. I look her in the eye and I say, "I love you," and I kiss her on the lips. And he's like, that way, if anything ever happened to me, she would know. The last memory that we had is that I I said I loved her and kissed her goodbye. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't that so sweet? So, and then she goes, yep, every day. She's like, I do it too. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. So, so I told, I went home, obviously. I was like, oh my God, this is the best advice ever. And I told my ex-husband, I said, um, he left for work every day at 5.30 a.m., and I know, and I worked from home, so I didn't wake up till like nine, but every day he, um, would kiss me goodbye and say he loved me like before he went to work. And, um, I think that's really important. I think that's really important too. in a relationship. So, and then anytime Steve and I, um, leave each other, we always kiss each other and say, we love each other. And Steve does the same thing. Cause he's crazy and he works out at 5am. So he wakes up and kisses me goodbye. So that's, that's my advice. So sweet and, and heartwarming. To, yeah. And it doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship. I mean, it can be with friends, you know, just make sure that yeah, you look at the other person them. knows. Yeah. Like I almost always tell you, I love you. Like when we're yeah. on the phone. I love you. Whatever. I love you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, that is, so that's my advice. And oh, I that's it every day. That is so sweet. And much more adorable than the advice that I am going to tell. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll know why. (laughs) Okay. So um, this advice, this is the second week in a row we're mentioning Matt Morrow on this podcast. Oh, oh, can we just update on that real quick? Yes, Yes. He has started a YouTube channel. We have done the Lord's work. Yes. We have accomplished everything that 2020 (laughs) needed. (laughs) Needs. Yes. So uh, (laughs) everyone needs to go follow his YouTube channel. I don't know what it is. Serendipitiesty. Serendipitiesty. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. That's the one. Um, 
so Matt Morrow, um, brilliant mind, scholar, ornithologist. <laughs> so I remember this so vividly. It was over text. And Matt she has her hands on. I'm I'm ready for it. So (laughs) Matt has given me a lot of good advice over the years, um, both in songwriting and in life. Mm -hmm. But this was maybe the most insightful thing I've ever heard him say. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready for this. (laughs) So after I dumped my most problematic ex uh who was Mm -hmm. just the worst he was mm, a pathological liar he was a gaslighter he had no ambition he was just like a schlub yep i remember that guy rough 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 so um hurts me to think about so I texted Matt after I like I mean it was like probably a few days later and I was like here's the thing I'm really concerned that I'm going to start to feel sorry for him and do something stupid and Matt said let me tell you a story (laughs) this reminds me of the other day I I was walking back into my house after my house cleaner had been there. And as I walked past the trash can, I saw that one of my cat's toys had been thrown away. And it was in the trash can. And it was a fat little mouse with glasses. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, he said, and I felt guilty leaving it in the trash because they'd had it for so long. The cats had had it for years. Yeah. So I reached down to pick it up and that's when I realized it was old and dirty and covered in cat pee. (laughs) And I looked at it and I said, you're not even worth cleaning. Oh no. I can't fix you. Right. Right. Wrong here. (laughs) And I left it in the trash. (laughs) That's inspirational. Sometimes you just got to realize, you got to take a step back, look at the trash cat. What is it? Cat toy. And say, it's that you belong. You can't be saved. That was the takeaway is that you are too far gone. If I bring you back into the house, I won't be able to fix you. Yes. You'll just be a dirty old <laughs> mouse toy covered in cat pee. <laughs> yeah. And that, I will tell you, was the exact moment that I said, I got to get on Bumble. I got to get on Bumble. Oh, why was that not on that episode? That's amazing. <laughs> I'm glad we're getting to hear it now. I'm yeah. Gonna- I was like, oh my God, that's so accurate i cannot backslide I, well <laughs> that that mouse that cat toy belongs in the trash leave it in the trash once you find a glittery cat toy that smells like roses and 
Builds rockets. And builds rockets. <laughs> then you, you know, you have someone that can wake you up and kiss you every morning and tell you goodbye. And that's you. right. Yeah. That's right. There, our so, advice goes together. That is my most memorable <laughs> advice. Uh, that's in, incredible. In the form of a parable. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love yes. that advice. I will yes. use that as well for all things in life. I mean, it really, it really is when you think about it, especially for someone like me, who's like a, a a fixer. Like I feel I'm such an enabler. It's my adult child of alcoholic syndrome. Like I have to save. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was really profoundly (laughs) life changing for me. I, is it sad that the first thing I think about is like cleaning out my closet (laughs) now I have a whole new mindset because you know I have a huge I have an alarmingly large amount of clothes like it's like it's a problem and I see um, them and I'm like you haven't worn that since 2008 I gave away 90 I know you haven't no I gave away 90 things that were just on hangers last season so I feel like if I took the mindset like would I buy this in the store now now, or does it look like a fat cat toy covered in piss? Mm -hmm. Then I would definitely probably throw away some of my things. That's true. It's multi-useful. You can use it for everything. You sure can. (laughs) Well, let's get you to your new house with your big closets to see to fit all of your clothes. We might have to take a room and make it a closet like I did in my last house. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's all today, folks. I hope you found some of these things inspirational or anti-inspirational, as the case may be. <laughs> yeah, or even just smile or laugh a little bit because it's It's the darkest crazy. timeline right now. It's, yeah, it is um, a weird time to be alive, but we're getting Don't love it. it. Yeah, don't love it like one out of 10 <laughs> would not purchase again <laughs> no thank you but yeah so we will see you next week and remember that if you can't thrive just survive <laughs> bye bye